0: You're listening to Leveling Up, the podcast dedicated to helping you achieve your career goals faster without all the guesswork. Each week, we cover topics like people management, communication, personal brand, time management, and so much more. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Chelsea Side, and I lead coaching at Marlow. And today I'm joined by Lizzie Azzolino, and we're going to be discussing career transitions. So Lizzie is the founder and principal at Until Now, where she brings a design thinking approach to working with leaders to create talent and culture strategies for the modern workplace. And beyond strategy, she is an executive recruiter for companies at the intersection of design, innovation, and tech. In her spare time, she's also an operations lead for Women in Innovation, a nonprofit with a mission to empower more women to be leading voices in innovation. So we are very excited to have her with all of her in-depth experience to share in conversation with us today. Lizzie, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell us a bit more about yourself and the topic we'll be covering? Of
1: course. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yes, you certainly describe my background well, and working for myself means for the first time having so many opportunities to do different types of things. But the red thread among all of them is really about helping people be the best version of themselves in the workplace, whether it's designing a new manager onboarding, for instance, or recruiting a new executive in a design consultancy. And I came to this career mission after working in consulting various forms of it for more than 10 years. I very much believe that when you discover your mission, so many opportunities begin to unfold really naturally. My own career transitions, especially this most recent one, have been really just such immense learning opportunities for me. And so I'm excited today to talk to you and your listeners about career transitions.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for bringing that experience. And, you know, as we began discussing this topic together, I quickly learned that you are also a great example of someone who has transitioned careers. Can you tell us a bit more about that?
1: Absolutely. I have. And certainly, you know, as I look back, it wasn't intentionally designed that I was going to transition careers. And I think that What I love is that so many people today are approaching their careers almost like a career portfolio instead of a path. And so this idea that the more diverse the experiences you can have, the better. And to that end, I started my career in journalism, um, made a switch into advertising. And then when I moved to San Francisco, I realized I was a little crazy to work in advertising in this land of innovation. And so I made a transition into design and innovation. And it was at a design consultancy that I realized actually what has motivated me throughout my entire career has been the people side of working in creative businesses. And so it was with that that I made my most recent transition into coaching and talent consulting. It's amazing. Certainly the, the diverse portfolio going on there. (laughs) Um, Yes, for sure. And I love that. Uh, I have no idea what, what my future holds and I'm kind of okay with that. That's awesome. So, you know, you make it sound
0: elegant and and easy with, (laughs) with your explanation (laughs) there, but I'm guessing it probably wasn't as easy. What has made you successful? What has allowed you to, to have all these transitions?
1: Yeah, I think um several things come to mind but I think the first thing that I would say is you can't approach a or I have not been able to approach a career transition in the same way that I would approach applying for another job within the same field. And so really say I've taken a non-traditional approach to a job search when switching careers, so not just updating my resume and applying online. I think that It really takes this uh, approach to, you know, learning as much as you can and being curious. It's a huge part of making a successful career transition. And I'd say that from my experience, informational interviews have been one of the very best research and learning tools. Awesome. And informational interviews, I feel like that is just one of those
0: topics in networking or professional development that we hear constantly what does
1: that actually mean? And and how could I use that in a transition? Yeah, of course. So informational interviews, I think the word interview is a bit of a hang up in that the purpose of an informational interview is not actually to get a job. It's about preparing for and developing your career. And so If you were to switch industries, I think one of the best ways to use an informational interview from the get-go is to understand the lingo of a new industry, how teams are structured in different companies, the pros and cons of working, and the type of role you're interested in, the growth outlook, even salary. Got it. And I've think sometimes when we're, we're talking about transitions
0: something like understanding the lingo you know I talk about this topic a lot as well so I get what you mean exactly but I find this can be a little hidden can you maybe give me some examples in your different industries you've worked in or your different fields of expertise what are examples of like pieces of lingo or it was like if I didn't know that I would not present as someone who understands this field
1: yeah of course it, it's funny you say that because actually earlier today I had a conversation with someone about about this exact topic and when i initially realized i was working in design consulting and i realized i actually want to move more into the people side of the business i immediately called that hr and what i came to uncover is actually hr is such a broad bucket and actually what i was interested was kind of two buckets within hr recruiting and learning and so when I would apply to jobs and say I was interested in HR, they'd immediately say, you have no experience doing these types of things. But learning and recruiting, on the other hand, are absolutely things that I did have the, the soft skills and the ability to do very well. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. So this isn't even just lingo for communication. If you didn't understand this, you wouldn't even know the roles that you were looking for. That's so great.
1: Um, Exactly. I think it's, you know, very much almost like you're back in college again and you're trying to figure out like what's my major and you get into that major and you're like, oh, (laughs) this is so different than I expected. And so having this ongoing, you know, just interest in learning and and curiosity is is really key. Yeah, cool. So hopefully, you know, we get what an informational
0: interview is. There's also just some level of fear around wasting people's time or bothering them or like not knowing what to say. How do you get informational interviews? How do you schedule those conversations? How do you
1: ask them? Yeah, really, really great topic to bring up. And I'll say that, you know, what has worked well for me is to actually be a little scientific about it and that I use LinkedIn and blog posts and conferences to essentially make a list of all of the people that I might be interested in talking to. And then over the course of time, it's about really, whenever possible, getting personal introductions and selecting the right people at the right time. So I would also say that, that in outreach, being as brief and specific with your request as possible is is really going to go a long way and so an example is you know imagine you are someone who is being reached out to about an informational interview and someone comes to you and says let's go to lunch I want to learn more about what you do well that's a really big ask (laughs) but if someone says hey would love to hop on the phone for 15 or 20 minutes and hear the list of very specific questions I have about what you do that also show that I really get what you do and what your company does, I'm much more apt to respond and say, hey, this isn't gonna take up a lot of time. This person's really done their research and they're much more likely to respond. So I think, being as specific as as possible in your outreach, and then also making sure you're not reaching out to the CEO of the company or the head of the department, but instead finding people that are like a a little more in your peer group. Mm, That's so
0: interesting. I think that the other topic I've heard a lot with informational interviews, thinking of the seniority piece you're bringing up. Is this idea of I'm searching for a new job in a new field, so I'm looking for as many as recruiters as I can to get informational interviews. But it sounds like you're more suggesting within the actual field or department find someone who might have a little bit more free time and talk to them. How do you think about pros and cons? Like, why would you suggest mm-hmm. a potential peer rather than a recruiter or a CEO for an
1: informational interview? Yeah, uh, great question. And I'd say that you know all of those people can play different roles within a career transition and within the actual job application process itself. But again, going back to the idea that an informational interview is to learn really transparently who better to learn from than someone who you may be working directly with in the future, or you may yourself be in a job just like them in in the future. Another note on recruiters as someone who who does a lot of recruiting, in-house recruiters are not always as knowledgeable about the day-to-day of a job as someone who's in that job. Instead, recruiters are more knowledgeable about the skills and the capabilities and and the experience that someone needs in that role. As has been shared with them by a hiring manager, and so again, the peer is just going to provide a really transparent view into really what could your life look like if you were to to transition careers.
0: Awesome! Yeah, that's that's great feedback. I think be, it sounds like it might be more informative to to learn from someone who could potentially be a peer one day. What are other ways besides informational interviews, which I'm glad that we, we started with them, but what are other ways that I can learn to be successful in my transition?
1: Yeah, of course. Well, I'd say I'm personally a voracious reader of any online content I can find when I'm you know, not only in a job but but looking to transition career. So subscribing to industry newsletters, for instance, reading posts on Medium, following people on LinkedIn, I've actually been really inspired by the way that LinkedIn has transitioned recently to become a really great content hub. And then I'd also say to the extent that you have the, the budget and the means to be able to do it. Go to conferences, go to workshops, maybe even watch, you know, YouTube videos or or interviews of people in the field. Awesome. And kind of mentioned this
0: when you presented informational interviews as an idea, but one of the goals we discussed is to understand the lingo of the industry. We also talked about, do I understand the actual role that I want? Like, do my interests match the roles? Am I applying for the right role? what are other things you might learn as you're subscribing to these industry newsletters or or going to conferences? What information are you really looking for?
1: Yeah, I think outside looking in a role can, I think lots of roles appear really sexy on the surface. But I think that as you dig in, you'll really get your feet on the ground and start to understand. Am I actually interested in taking on a role like this? I think that the You know, a lot of the the informational interviews will get you a little bit more surface level information. But the the benefit of going to conferences and workshops is to actually start working with these new skills Mm. and see, do I actually feel like this is something I'm interested in learning and doing on a daily basis? Interesting. Yeah.
0: What about thinking about this? I'm going to bring back up the term you mentioned earlier, which I just love. So I'm building my career portfolio in this transition. Mm -hmm. How can all this learning and research and information I'm gathering help me sort of craft and build that portfolio or like really extend my brand so it encompasses this new thing I'm transitioning into?
1: Right. Yeah. Great question. And I'd say, I would say most people are familiar with the term elevator pitch. And this is essentially, you know, all of the learning and curiosity, which really should never stop. But one of the main reasons to do this before starting to apply for jobs is really to craft your new narrative about who you're becoming. So when switching careers, it's really critical to tell a story about your career that connects all of the dots in a hiring manager's mind about why you uniquely make sense for this role. And so what I mean by that is, you know, you want to sequence events and what has led you to this point in the right way so that it seems so clear that you were meant to do this job. And so there's a a really simple structure that I might propose, which has kind of three parts. The first is starting with your past, highlighting key roles and experiences that have led you to this point. Moving on to then the moment or series of moments that sparked this new interest or a transition or shift for you. And that can be kind of like the peak of the of the story. And then finally, the third part, speaking to what you're working towards and some of the things that you've learned and, and tried up to this point. And I'll say that overall, really Energy and dedication to learning goes such a long way with hiring managers, especially when when trying to make a career transition.
0: I love that. So we have we have three steps for everyone listening. I challenge you to to try this after this after this podcast. That's awesome. What are best practices? We've we've enlisted
1: these three steps, we've begun to craft our new narrative.
0: What what do you want us to do next?
1: Right. Well, this is something that I actually love to do with my friends. When they're making career transitions and when I've made career transitions, which is practice this story with everyone, it might sound silly, but (laughs) the more you practice your story out loud, the more you'll realize what actually feels true to you as you talk it out, where people respond most favorably, where they're confused. So practicing is really important. And this also gives you the opportunity to do another thing, which I, I recommend very highly, which is tell everyone you know that you're switching careers. I think that the more people who know, the more kind of serendipitously they'll be able to help you make connections. You might learn something new. And so this this practice of telling your story to everyone you know is, is a really great one. Awesome. And with practicing
0: and, and telling everyone that we know, I assume they're gotta be you know we're always told look for connections in your own network this seems like an easy way to begin to do that how else can you begin to flex the new skill set you're trying to gain
1: yeah of course I I mean I'd, I'd say of course finding connections within your network which you may have done in informational interviews and and this is the point now that you have clarity around the lingo and exactly what you want to do, and you 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 know have a really good grasp on the role. This is the point where you can start to reach out to people about job interviews. And one other thing I I may note as you're working towards a career transition is the more that you can start to actually practice this new role that you're interested in, the better. And so that might take the form of doing even fake projects so making up a client and and doing a project in in your spare time or reaching out to local nonprofits and seeing if you can do something pro bono or Even if you have a job currently finding ways to practice this new skill within your current company oh,
0: awesome. so Identifying what those skills are and already finding opportunities to practice them I also yeah. want to just pause this for a minute to note for anyone listening this is the first time you've actually mentioned applying for a job. Everything before this was really about research and finding information and, and whatnot. So now it sounds like we're, we're finally ready. And this is, this is where, to go back to what you said in the beginning, you're not approaching this like a traditional job application. And so we're just now talking about the job application after
1: the, the preparatory work. That's exciting. Are we fully, fully ready to, to start? What does that look like? Well, we're ready to start experimenting at the at the very least, and start putting feelers out for for jobs and updating our resume in a non traditional way, leveraging this new narrative that we've developed, and really highlighting our ability and our capacity to learn, not just our experience. Awesome. So that. Sounds like
0: the the big next step right there. Just to repeat that last sentence, so highlighting our ability, not just our experience. How do we begin to prepare to sell this skill set?
1: Yeah, well, and of course, it it will depend across across industries, and so maybe it is helpful for me to use an example from my own experience, which yeah. is. As I mentioned, I worked in design and innovation strategy. And a big piece of that was really having the skill set and the toolbox to deeply understand people through research. And so that was one of the things that I highlighted as I was making a shift into talent strategy and talent design and recruiting, which is my over 10 years of experience of, of focusing my career on really understanding people and having a unique toolbox to think about what makes people tick and oh isn't it cool that that's actually the same thing that people within the the talent and learning space do and so that's really where it's exciting to to create your story that that identifies those red threads for people it also add that there are so many soft skills that are transferable across across industries, whether it's management or uh, storytelling or presentation design. Um, so it's really identifying those transferable skills and then also um, the aspects of your previous role that absolutely apply in this, this new role. Awesome. And if we're...
0: Sounds like if we're maybe struggling to find transferable skills, because I know it's something that can be challenging. You're recommending soft skills can be very transferable. So maybe spend more time on those or don't forget to to consider what your soft skills are. Am I hearing that correctly?
1: That's exactly right. And also, you know, remembering the fact that you do have opportunities to learn those hard skills through workshops and through what I call fake projects, which is projects that you make up and so the more you can show a hiring manager All of the things that you're doing to learn and that you have a capacity to learn and to do this job the better That's awesome. So if
0: you can leave us with some takeaways if I'm thinking I want to do a transition What would you really want me to know? What would you want me to take away from this conversation?
1: Yeah, so so maybe I'll leave you with a couple things I would say the first, which we've, we've talked about a good bit, is to approach a career change. And I'd actually say approach your career as a whole, as a learner mm. and as someone who's curious. So reading a lot, being interested in people and their experience. So I think that's number one. The second would be to, you know, as we started this conversation, to take a non-traditional approach to your job search. Don't just apply to job postings. And I learned that the hard way. <laughs> I can't tell you uh, blindly how many job posts I applied to when I was just starting to switch careers. And I realized very quickly that that's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. And then finally, um, and I think maybe the most fun part is tell and talk to everyone you can about your your new interests you never know where conversations will go and and some of them will go nowhere but those few that do go somewhere are really gold i love that so for everyone listening especially those perfect three
0: takeaways it sounds like it doesn't matter where you are in your transition if you're just considering it go out and read and be interested in people and their experience. And if you've been trying to transition for months or years, even consider a non-traditional approach or start telling and talking to everyone about it. That's so great. Well, thank you so much for that. I wanted to save a minute at the end too, if you're open to it because you have such an interesting current path that you're on, if people wanted to connect with you or keep learning from you, is there a
1: path or way that they can do that? Of course. Well, I have a blog in the works. And so it's not right. Re- not quite ready. But here's some peer pressure for, <laughs> for it <laughs> oh, to be ready. <laughs> um, but for now, yeah, no problem. Um, it, it's good. I need that. But for now, people can find me. Um, my website is untilnow.co. With no M on the end, and then on LinkedIn, I'm uh, Lizzie Azzolino and and would be if you're interested in transitioning into a career in talent, reach out to me for an informational interview in a very brief way.
0: <laughs> I love it. Okay, so she officially just offered for everyone that she'll do informational interviews <laughs> <No
1: kidding. laughs> um, as great. long as you reach out to me in the in the way that I outlined.
0: Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you so much for your time today. We hope you all keep listening. We have a lot of great content coming up this spring. We took a little hiatus over the holidays, but expect more on leveling up this spring. And I will be talking with you all again soon. Thanks for your time today,
1: Lizzie. Thanks so much, Chelsea. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Leveling Up. To help you take the guesswork out of achieving your career goals, check out more conversations at levelingup.co and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast provider.